the podcast very few have asked for. The place where you'll get the truth if you can stay awake long enough. Yes, you've got it. It's SAGSES. Yes, it certainly is. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for your intro. First one for 2017. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, bald-headed babies, as the great Joffa boy once said. Yes, 2017, here we go. Uh, not very different to 2016 so far. We've got a new president, of course, and uh, pussies are trembling all over the country and uh, all over the world now as, uh, as the Don uh, pulls on the hat and moves into the White House. Melania's there and uh, young, uh, what's his name, the young chap. I was a little disappointed to see that people were criticising the young fellow. Baron, I think the boy's name is. Uh, off limits. He's only a kid. Leave him alone. He's all right. Um, Melania, very attractive. Um, a little known uh, Slovenian uh, supermodel. Absolutely gorgeous. Assuming the role of the first lady. And we'll see how she goes. I think they're off limits. We'll leave them alone. The kids and, and the wife. Uh, they are bit players. And uh, we'll watch Don. He's... Uh, no, one thing I do want to touch on with Don, it's a little bit, a uh, little bit sort of, what can I say? Probably a bit light-hearted, but uh, perish the thought. Light-heartedness here on Snag says, but what's going on with the hair? Is it a comb over the hair? Where does it start? Now I've been looking at some old photos of the Don, and it appears that he's had that uh, ferret. Uh, affair on the uh, on the bonce since uh, oh, quite young. I, I think he must have uh, been losing his hair early and opted for this uh, this uh, squirrel look. I don't know how it works. I just don't know how it works. And uh, please come on to the uh, Facebook, Snag says Facebook page and, and make your uh, observations as to uh, where Don starts the comb and uh, where... Is the hair coming from the neck? Is the hair coming from halfway along the head? Uh, it just got me to thinking that if you're bald, that's all right. I'm good with bald. Is there anyone actually pulling off hiding baldness? Really? Is it possible to be bald and uh, come with some type of uh, obfuscating arrangement that uh, perhaps covers the fact I don't know perhaps uh, again well, how would I know if I'm seeing someone that is doing it su uh, successfully uh, clearly I wouldn't know anyway probably getting off track it made me think though it made me think about things I thought well, is it embarrassing to go ball I don't think it's embarrassing it's out of your it's out of your uh, power isn't it uh, none of us uh, can choose our level of hirsuteness other than to, uh, uh, you know, employ a bit of depilatory wax or, or similar, a bit of nair in the shower. Uh, and, of course, the young lassies these days, they tend to uh, tend to uh, look after the Southerlies in, uh, in a fashion uh, that uh, would suggest that less is more. And uh, that's their business. What goes on at uh, your bikini line has very little to do with me. Mine is a mess. It's a bit like a tumbleweed down there. I don't know where it starts and where it finishes. Um, halfway up the thigh, 
bottom of the nipple. That's the area that uh, uh, my uh, my uh, wiry region uh, looks like. Uh, there's a there's a little bit of red in there, a bit of rusty jecks, uh, a bit of salt and pepper. But I you know I don't think it uh, it makes me look distinguished as they suggest salt and pepper does. Uh, all I can say is it doesn't matter. No one's involved in it. Um, and what happens uh, south of the border at my uh, uh, toilet region has probably got nothing to do with you, and uh, you have no interest. So anyway, uh, yes, please, let's talk about uh, um, the Don and uh, and his uh, hedgehog marsupial uh, that sits atop his um, less than impressive uh, orange melon. Now, I was going to... Uh, devote tonight's show uh, embarrassment <laughs> that's got you thinking isn't it embarrassment um, we all we all get embarrassed uh, we all feel embarrassed but what is it? is it is it a wasted emotion embarrassment I mean anger they say anger is a wasted emotion well at times it is but it can be a good motivator and gets things done from time to time but I'm just wondering is embarrassment of any value to us and we all feel it, don't we? You know, well, you know that feeling that you know, it starts at the back of your neck and your ears get warm and you don't know where to look and you shuffle your feet. And if you could jump in a hole, you know, the, the veritable jump in a hole and hide away, you would. And it got me to thinking, well, that is embarrassment. I've, I probably don't get embarrassed as much as I should these days. But, uh, you know, when your whole life is a bit of an embarrassment, you, you probably uh, you become somewhat immune. But I thought I'd just run through one or two things that uh, embarrass us all, you know. And you're going to feel I'm a, I get comfortable here because I think you're going to you're going to be uncomfortable here. So get comfortable. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. That was clumsy, wasn't it? Probably edit that out. Um, now I'm going to put to you a bunch of scenarios. I think most of them you will, uh, most of you will recognise these scenarios my first one is when you go to a store and you look at a product and you're looking there at the product and you think oh i'm I'm happy with this i like this i'll have a further investigation and the clerk they still call clerks the, the store hand the person working in the retail area one of them says can i help you sir madam he said, oh, I'm just having a look at that ABC, whatever it is. And he gets it out and you have a look at it. And you say, how much is that? And the answer is clearly a hell of a lot more than you thought. Hell of a lot more. So much so that it's totally prohibitive. You're not buying that. But you don't want him to know that, do you? Because you're a little bit embarrassed about that. See, embarrassed. And so you look at it further and go, hmm. I see. Oh, look, I'll I'll just have a bit of a think about that, don't you? Now, he's seen that before. He knew that when you came through the door that you weren't buying anything. Have a look at you for starters. But you're not letting him on the act, are you? So you sit there and you can examine it further. You can't wait to get out the door. You're kidding, nine grand. I thought it was going to be 90 bucks. But you don't say any of that, do you? Embarrassment. Scenario one. And we all do these things. We all feel that same stuff. It's it's quite fascinating to me. What about uh, 
when uh, the kiss or no kiss. Now, it's a grey area, isn't it? You know, you've got blokes kissing one another. Now, I'm good with that because I don't care. You want to kiss? Go on. I couldn't give a shit. Swear word one. Count them because uh, apparently a little bit of trouble there. Uh, the kiss, so, so you're meeting somebody. You know, level of familiarity is very important in regard to this stuff. So what about the time when you go for the, you sort of think, oh, they're coming in for the kiss, but you're meeting them for the first time. Oh, my God. So you, you have that kiss. Well, you have just signed the kiss warrant because next time you see that person, they remember that you kissed them. So they might come in for the kiss, but you don't want the kiss anymore. You think, oh, that was inappropriate. You can get the halfway the halfway kiss where you're sort of you're in there you're out of there it's almost you can almost kiss the back of their head um donald trump mike pence style it's very difficult and what do you feel when that happens embarrassment what about the the kiss goodbye as well do you say goodbye do you kiss goodbye at what age do you kiss i mean i know for a fact that anyone under 20 uh, in a meeting situation, uh, there ain't going to be any kissing going on. But old people, you kiss them, don't you? You don't really want to. There's nothing in it for you know for you kissing an old person. But you think, oh well, I better do. I mean, they haven't got long. Um, I'll make their day and and you know, give them a kiss. I mean, the false teeth and you know, it can get ugly. So at what level? Where is the kiss? Don't kiss. It's easy with blokes. But there's another situation that happens with men on meeting one another. And that is the handshake. Now, the handshake is a very manly thing to do. I shake female hands now. I think that uh, that gets me out of the kiss problem. Um, and it also serves to suggest that you know the genders are absolutely equal, which, of course, they are. That works. But what about when you go with the handshake for the bloke? Now, blokes will get this, and you miss... You sort of get a f- half a pinky and a quarter of a uh, wrist. Uh, and you are both, at that time, shivering with embarrassment. Yet you don't let it be known. You just move on. Just make out nothing happened. That's good. I'm just going down to have a look at some uh, jewellery and hopefully it won't be uh, overpriced. And you get on with it, but that handshake that misses... Or, if you're like me, the sweaty hand. I'm wiping my hand in the car park. I'm rubbing it on the wall. People are thinking, what's he doing? Because the sweaty hand. No one likes it. No one likes it. And, you know, and, and, and plumbers and that, they've got hands like, got fingers like pork sausages. It's very easy to miss. You don't feel manly. And, you know, I'm no... Uh, I'm certainly not uh, the great Apollo and pulling buses along on uh, ropes on the weekend. And uh, so, you know, my hand tends to get a little bit lost there sometimes. I dread it. Another reason I don't want to go out, I might have to shake hands with a big bloke. And he'll go, look at this poor prick. I mean, not only has he got that melon to drag around, but he's got mitts like a girl. And they're sweaty. Hmm, we all know that one. What about... For embarrassment number three. G'day, how are you going? G'day, good thanks. 
But the problem is they didn't say g'day. They said, how are you? And you went, good thanks. That would have been the right thing to do. What about when they say, hello? And you go, good thanks. We've all done that, haven't we? Hello, good thanks. Embarrassment. Straight up the back of the neck, that zing of... And they're thinking it. There's no hiding. Hello. Good, thanks. Pleased to meet you. Good, thanks. Oh, all done that, haven't we? Now, these are only little things, aren't they? They're very small things, but they're very <laughs> embarrassing. And you're recognising them all, I'm sure. I've done them all. I can do all those in one day. So, uh, don't feel too bad. Uh... What about when someone rings and says, what are you doing Saturday night? Now, you will think very quickly. You will process 10 or 15 different things at once here. You will think, well, who are you? So you'll go, oh, it's George and he shits me. What am I doing Saturday night? Well, I don't want to go out with George, that's for sure. I better think of something. But I better think of something that George can't check. Uh, I'm washing the car. Oh, George will come over and help you. I'm going to visit my grandma. If you're not thinking quickly, you'll remember she died in 93 and George knows that. What are you doing on Saturday night? You know what's following is whatever George offers... You're supposed to be available for because you're not doing anything. Now, George might be saying, I'm picking the scabs off an elephant's ass. I wonder if you'd like to come over and give me a hand because uh, you're not doing anything. That's clear. Now, I can come up with eight to ten different things that I'm doing, but you have to think about familiarity. You have to think about where is George? Geography. Could he slip past? Oh, I'm not going to be out of town. Oh. George says, oh, I drove past your place on Saturday. I saw the car was there and the lights were on. You leave them on, do you? And then you've got to come up with, I went on a train on the Vinelander up to Mildura. Uh, very difficult. Very, very difficult stuff. Yeah, so that's George. Uh, you don't you don't, don't want to go with George. So what do you do? You, you must think. You must think very quickly. Otherwise, there will be embarrassment, major 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 embarrassment now my darling wife and i used to have a signal when things were getting difficult and embarrassing now i'm sure that we weren't the only people that come up with this idea but uh, if you haven't we used to use the word red whenever the word red came up that seemed slightly out of context you knew that you needed to be on guard and protective. Whether that be protective physically, mentally, or just saving someone at a party. Kerry would say, oh, I've got red ones, Greg. Or I'd be on the phone, I'd ring her up and I'd say, how? I think she'd say, oh, it's red. And that meant someone was around that would overhear and that she was talking in Morse code. Or at the party, she's talking to George. Because George is at that party. Never misses a party, George. And you wander over and go, how are you going, Kez? And you'd say, oh, she'd say, oh, I've got, got to go to uh, um, get an, I'm buying a red dress on Monday. Red would come up, and that's when 
you would go into go mode. Now, that would save embarrassment. Okay, so have a signal. And I mean, don't go with elephants got big ears because it's very hard to meld into a conversation. You need to go with something very generic and, uh, you know, understandable. So you yeah, don't get too clever with it. And I'm probably not necessarily putting you on to uh, anything you don't know about, but hmm, it's red. Now, if you hear me say that around you, you're George. Okay. Uh, yeah, where are we? The uh, kiss or no kiss? We've done that. Uh, the good day uh, that uh, you answer uh, incorrectly. Uh, oh, what about when you're walking down the street with a friend close to you? And, uh, you know, you're observing things. You're in a pretty good mood. You're not out with George. He's not with you. Uh, and you might be expounding on something very important to you or not that important to you or pointing out a building in the street or, uh, you know... Uh, Filling out a story that you started earlier, it might be personal, it might be uh, throwaway. And unfortunately, the person you're addressing is someone you've never seen before because the person you were talking to has uh, swung away and uh, is looking in the uh, shop window. Uh, probably the shop window where there are items... Uh, within that uh, are beyond your uh, budget. And you see what I did? That's a callback, okay? That's and those that are, you know, just uh, coming into the comedy arena, you know, perhaps you can learn a bit. That's a callback. It's not a very good one and uh, not that interesting, but it's a callback. So, yes, and you're, you look across at that person. Now, when that per when you come to the conclusion that that person isn't the person uh, you uh, were hoping to be addressing, uh, you, stop, you stop dead. You do not say another word. It's not like I can fix this. Uh, it stops. Oh, yeah, and then what's going to happen? Mildred's coming over on Tuesday. I look across and, and she goes... Now, that person has done that before, but they're not feeling the embarrassment, are they? You're embarrassed. It's horrible. Horrible. Why is it so horrible? I mean, it's the tiniest little faux pas. French, you've got to like French. Even fuck up sounds good in French. Faux pas. If I was French, I'd get a lot of sex, I reckon. Faux pas. Fuck up. Not quite as... Uh, not quite as uh, elegant, is it? But why does that hurt so much? Why does the embarrassment? Tell me about embarrassment. Why is embarrass? Why does embarrassment exist? I know one thing. When you bring up kids, one thing I absolutely kept first and foremost in my mind was that I wouldn't embarrass them, other than the usual dad sort of gear and that, no, not purposely embarrass them, you know. Never put down a kid in front of other people, particularly his peers, because I can remember being embarrassed by somebody. You never forgive the person that embarrasses you. You will never, ever forgive 
a person for embarrassing you. So I, I you know, other than the kids, you know, you know, crawl the walls when I say stupid things in front of their friends, I never do anything purposely to embarrass them. And I think it's a great life tip. Do not embarrass them. Embarrassment. Why does embarrassment exist? I want you to think about it. You'll be tested later. What is the good of embarrassment? In the animal kingdom, is there embarrassment? Does the ferret, who's a little bit light on in the gusset, skulk off to his hole, hoping that uh, uh, the larger uh, gifted ferret doesn't happen to wander past and notice that... uh, and listen, uh, they're uh, Aloysius, but you're uh, you're coming up a bit short in the uh, in the ferret toilet region. I don't know. Perhaps you can tell me. The penguin that isn't as black as and white as the other penguins. A little bit of grey there. Is he embarrassed, or is this a totally human construct? And if it is a construct, that means it doesn't exist. Okay doesn't exist we have made embarrassment now i can understand anger i can understand sadness i can understand empathy all those things could be used in the uh, when we were cave people those things would have been handy but embarrassment was it is it of any value whatsoever do you think oh yes (laughs) you're down the street and you run into someone, isn't George, someone that you might, you know, you like. Because you don't like George, do you? I don't like George. And if your name's George, I'm sorry about that. It isn't meant personally. I don't mean it nastily. Um, please don't get embarrassed. You're down the street and you run into a casual acquaintance. Now, someone you know, it's not Ned Ryerson. Uh, pop culture uh, reference, okay? Probably not as pop as I think. Probably pop about 30 years ago. Uh, That joke's been done before. It's a bit of a Groundhog Day joke, that. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yeah, good, this is going very well. Probably cut that out as well. Now, you're going down the street. Where were we? Down the street... And you have a bit of a chat to this casual acquaintance. Oh, how's things? And uh, how's uh, Mildred? And the children, they've uh, they now started high school and it's doing very well. And I bought a new, uh, I bought a new Camry uh, last week and uh, I'm hoping for a bit of a promotion from uh, a C7 to a C8. Uh, and uh, all is very well. My parents are well. And uh, we'll build a new brick fence next year when I can afford it. Uh, so, you, you know, you, you exchange these general pleasantries. So, and then finally, you know, you run out of puff. You're sort of uh, you're looking around a little bit. It's time to move on. So you shake hands. Hopefully you haven't got sweaty hands. Hopefully your hands meet and come together. Hopefully it's not a pork sausage situation. Uh, and... You both turn and walk away in the same direction. Embarrassment. Absolute embarrassment. What do you do? You 
Oh shit, this person's going the same way. You've done all that. You've had the conversation. You've run that dry. You've run through the, you know, the niceties of the goodbye. And the prick is coming with you. Just by dint of circumstance, you're heading in the same direction. You didn't see that coming. Embarrassment. So what do you do? You go, "Mm." the right thing is, to continue in silence but what you can do and what a lot of people will do they'll stop and do up a shoe now velcro has ruined this velcro is the ugly rat bastard antithesis of the shoe do up which can save you from a lot of situations oh that's uh growl of the week which is coming a little early but uh who cares that makes me growl when I have to do uh, when uh, I have, I'm wearing Velcro shoes. Although if you're wearing Velcro shoes, what are you three? What are you three? Get some fucking laces, please. Sorry, little walk over the edge there. I am off my Prozac. Been off my Prozac about three weeks. So just, just fucking watch yourself. All right. Yes. Uh, so they can stop and go in the shop. You can go stop and go in the shop. Hopefully it's not the same shop where you can't afford things, which you've clearly uh, touched on. And George isn't in there because that's going to get worse. And you don't, uh, uh, you know, you hopefully you don't trip over that undone uh, lace. So, yeah, look, nothing worse. They head off in the same direction. You know what that's called? That's called embarrassment. Now... Embarrassment. We've all, all suffered it. We've all, all suffered it. Now, moving on from uh, embarrassment, uh, as we've covered it off there, another one, when is it all right to leave somewhere without doing the big goodbyes? Now, you've gone to a party. These are friends of yours. You've enjoyed it to some extent, but it's run its race. You've had enough. You're probably not going to get laid. Everyone's a little bit pissy-eyed. Cabs are going to be hard to come up. It's time to go. Okay? It's time to leave. So you walk quietly around thinking, mm, have I been here long enough? Is it, can I get away now? If you do the goodbyes, which you probably should, the host has been nice enough to invite you and feed you, uh, the right thing to do would be to say goodbye to the host. But if you say goodbye to the host, there she is over there. She's keeping well, actually, I must say. A little bit of introspection there. Then you move on, you think, well, I'll have one more drink. You have one more drink. There's the host, but she's got a crowd of people that you know there. Now, if you go and say goodbye to that host, I didn't use hostess because we're in a gender-fluid situation nowadays. Uh whatever the fuck that means. Um, Actually, I wouldn't mind being abroad for a while because, and I don't mean overseas, on the Cunard line, you know, playing shuffleboard. That's not what I'm saying. I think it would, you know, I'm I'm all for this gender fluid business. I think, you know, I might put a dress on and uh, just get on the the bus and not manspread, of course, because, uh, you know, the meat and two veg... Uh, in the uh, smalls there would uh, probably put uh, someone off their uh, egg and uh, sausage McMuffin. 
Anyway, I digress. What am I talking about? What, what, what was I talking about? Yeah. Uh, what, I've got a thing called the trapdoor. Now, you may well remember when Bugs Bunny, that's a pop reference for old people. Is there a late model Bugs Bunny, Ren and Stimpy, Rick and Pointy or something? What was it? Uh, no. Press on. We'll stick with Bugs. He used to have a round black circle rather than a square black circle. Of course it's round. He used to have a black circle that he could throw on the ground and just jump in it and disappear. The trapdoor. Now, I have been known to employ the trapdoor at a... Uh, a party to get away and not say goodbye to the hostess. Just trapdoor. Now, I like to think that it's uh, part of my endearing characteristics, my idiosyncratic nature. <laughs> Did you notice the other day at uh, Wombat's party uh, or um, Genevieve or George? George, as if I'm going to George's party. Uh, anyway, uh, he just, uh, he trapdoored again. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Now, that's how you like to think of it when you're going home in the Uber, sitting in the back seat, because don't sit in the front seat of an Uber. Okay, familiarity, familiarity. Uh, but the truth of it is they're going, what about that rude prick? He's done it again. And what about that? Uh, Aloysius has thrown the party, uh, made the fairy bread and uh, supplied the brand of vino and he's fucked off again without saying goodbye. Well, yes, we all think that that, uh, that sort of behaviour is funny and, uh, you know, it's, quite, it's cute. Yeah, probably not. But I'd still prefer it to the big, uh, you know... Christ, that big goodbye. Then you get the problem of the kiss again. There's someone kissing you when you think, oh, fuck, I've got to... Now I've got to kiss somebody. Um, too much hugging. Someone's too drunk. Um, and you can all, always run the risk of the uh, person that thinks it's an absolute scream to pull you up on the dance floor to dance. Now, I said dance and dance. That was just keeping both sides of town happy. I don't know the demographic. Um, I think I'm doing all right in uh, Seddon and I'm also hitting it in uh, in uh, the back of Dandenong there, Hallam. So a bit of each for your dance and dance. You know the person that pulls you up on the dance floor. Now, if you've ever seen me dance, dance, um, you know, I'm not. I don't want to hurt any of our epileptic friends, but there seems to be a degree of epilepsy in my dancing. And then Guilty Feet have got no rhythm, as our um, uh, sadly departed, uh, um, wavy-haired uh, friend uh, used to say. Um, and the more you start thinking about it, you think... I get to the point where it's actually... Um, people are concerned that something's wrong. Such is the level of my dancing. It's so offbeat. Uh, it's never come in. Um, the person I'm dancing with will often sort of shuffle away a bit and start dancing with even George rather than uh, acknowledge that they're having something to do with the fucking jerky mess that I've become. And that is all because some fucker 
uh, has dragged me up. You know, they grab you by the hand and they won't take no for an answer. I'll almost have a fist fight rather than go to the dance floor. Um, so you can understand why the trap door is always in my back pocket. I have so much social anxiety and angst that I can't wait for the thing to be over. But there's FOMO, isn't there? Everyone telling you about what a good time they had at George's party and you weren't there. So I tend to go, but I either obliterate myself and think I'm wonderfully humorous, um, which I am for a very short period of time, and uh, stay at George's house that night on the couch. Even George is trying to get rid of me the next day. Or I fuck off in enough time to catch um, NCIS San Diego and uh, you know cuddle up on the couch with Millie and uh, hope I never get invited somewhere again. Yes, that's social faux pas. Now, uh, Motorcycle Corner, I'll just quickly will let you know that I'm riding a Honda Africa Twin at the moment. That is an adventure motorcycle. Uh, it's a 1,000 cc's, which is a big one. It uh, has uh, semi-knobby tyres. It's a bit of a dirt bike, and it's probably something that you would consider for a going around Australia bike. For Australian Road Rider, I'm testing that at the moment, and I'm actually loving it. It's about $16,000, and I think BMW's got something to worry about when Honda's coming out with something this good that is that much cheaper. So let's watch that with interest. Snag bullet. Oh, it just doesn't. I'm going to have to change the name of snag bullet because I don't like the connotation of the gun. But anyway, we'll go with the last snag bullet. I'll change the name of that, although the thrust of what it's all about will remain the same. Now, it's all too easy to touch on uh, touch on happenings of note. You know, uh, a good friend of mine said, if you ever want to uh, uh, have some type of mystique and cool... Don't be found talking about the news story of the day. So I'm not touching on any of the the horror that's happened this week locally. But with Snag Bullet, I don't know. I was thinking that Kelly, uh, Kellyanne Conway girl, you know, the, the blonde lass who uh, mops up uh, behind Donald Trump and tries to uh, present the alternate facts for him. Now, I've watched that girl, and it's not gender-specific, but she makes my skin crawl. Like She seriously makes my skin crawl. To the point where I watch her facial mannerisms, and I think I'd better get a bucket. I'm going to sick up. She's such a supercilious collection of horrible shortcomings. So I'm giving her Snag Bullet, but I'm going to change the name of that. It might be Snag something else next week. Uh, that horrible blonde harridan that uh, flops about on uh, on the news uh, on the news broadcasts, completely immersed in in her juices of fucking supercilious nothingness. Uh, mind you, it's a hard gig. You know, she's a turd collector for a shipment. So uh, Kellyanne, there you go, darling. Cop that. Uh, what else? Motor, we've done motorbikes, we've done that. Look, I don't know, I'm a bit bored now. And uh, uh, I just wanted to touch on that embarrassment. Uh, but I want you to have a think about that. Please go to the uh, Facebook uh, page and uh, tell me what embarrassment does. All right. Now, uh, a bit of housekeeping. 
Snag says is entered for a podcast award. Exciting, huh? Uh, you can be part of all that. If you can go to uh, castawayawards.com and in there you'll see vote for a podcast. You've got to log in and stuff, but it's not hard. Um, vote for Snag says, will you? Because um, I've made Rudman in the glove box already and uh, I've ordered a gown, gender fluid as I am. Nice blue number off the shoulder. Touch of... Uh, I'll have the uh, chicken fillets in. But uh, let me tell you, if I win it, uh, the acceptance speech will be worth it. They'll all be looking for a trapdoor. Talk about embarrassment. So castawayawards.com, you go to vote for a podcast. It will ask for your email because otherwise everyone could vote for themselves, couldn't they? That wouldn't be right, would it? It's, It's not as bad touting for votes on your podcast. Uh, yes, so, uh, and then uh, you'll get an email saying, you know, activate by clicking this, and that will therefore give me a vote and make me feel more important than I am and that I have some ability in this area, um, which you and I both know is just a crock. Anyway, castawayawards.com. I'll know if you didn't do it, and I'll trap door at your next party, and I'll send George around. That's Podcast 7, Snag says. I hope you've enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Um, Don't be embarrassed. Uh, Oh, another thing. I probably can't say it yet, but next podcast, A-list, Super A-lister. Can't believe who I've managed to drag through the door. Hopefully he won't bring a podcast, and hopefully I'm not his... uh, Podcast. Hopefully he won't bring a trapdoor, and hopefully I'm not his George. But I am talking major Hollywood superstar who's going to pull up a chair here at Snag Says. And uh, I'd love to tell you who it is, but I won't yet in case he just doesn't come. And I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. Would you come here? I mean, really. Anyway, Snag Says Podcast 7. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, castawayawards.com. Oh, it might be .com.au. I don't know. You know your way around. Fuck's sake. Stop whinging. Lots of love. Snagging me out. Bye.